There he is, Jacob Medella with us. Uh, good to get uh, volleyball and, and football covered with him. Vic, I expect the drink when we're in Boulder, as uh, Vic has been following along the, the week of the haircut. Hate to pile on. First episode I've gotten to watch that haircut. And if you're watching the stream, you've got the yikes face. Now, <laughs> it'll grow back. It will. It's I not, think it looks all right it's today. It's not bad. Like, and this is something we discussed the other day. Turn like, my head, it looks awful. My the, wife and my dogs cringe. The true still. test of a haircut, though, as we said the other day, is how does it look five days out? We're still only two days out here, so we still got some time. Come back, Vic, the Monday show, and let us know what you think. Schmidt will probably wear a hat. Wearing a hat. Safe. <laughs> you're wearing a hat. I was gonna, I'm going to go throw a hat on for hour two, just so Dolman doesn't start elbowing me in the, the face. We're talking best case, worst case scenario, and uh, Elijah laid out his. Uh, my worst case is five and seven for Nebraska. My best case is nine and three. I don't think they get to nine and three. I think they settle at six or seven. And when we talk best best case scenario, Elijah, I think it's okay to look at uh, if you get that first one, if you find a way to steal one in Minneapolis where you take care of the football and you are able to run the football, and you ask Sims to, to manage and then make a play occasionally versus you're in a situation where it is, you're trailing, it's two-minute drill, and does he feel the pressure and is he prone to turnovers in those moments, right? Can, can Satterfield and this offense, to what Jacob said, help him enough to ease some of that pressure and potential mistakes? And listen, it's not just piling on Sims. Quarterbacks either live or die in those moments. Not everyone's capable of being John Elway. As great as Brett Favre was, as many NFC championship games as he got to, uh, he didn't win that many of them. (laughs) He won two of them. The rest of them were pretty turnover filled. So case in point there. But if you get Minnesota, that means you probably get Colorado. You take care of the two bye games. You lose to Michigan. Uh, If it's by a little or by a lot, what's your – emotion like going into illinois uh that's 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 your fork in the road you could drop two of those consecutively you come back against northwestern and purdue and then i think if you get the first one i think you can have a three and one november again for best case scenario and now and now back to hail varsity radio Back with you at Tail Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. So best case, worst case scenario, I say best case at nine wins. You get to the Big Ten title game. I am not predicting that. Uh, You beat Minnesota. You weather a tough stretch, Michigan and Illinois, and you have a three and one finish to November. I think you got clearly, obviously you got to get again for this best case scenario. You got to quit losing to Northwestern and Purdue. Uh, you find a way to stop the gopher and then you defeat Maryland and Sparty that aren't the 85 bears. They're beatable based on what you have. And then you split with Wisconsin and Iowa. I think it's too tough to ask to, to go win in Wisconsin that time of year. I think it's a tough ask to beat uh, Illinois on a short week after Michigan, however that goes. But you can't screw up your first two out of the gate. Mm. 
Uh, but, I, you know, I could lean and we'll in blood slash ink will fill out the old garage schedule poster before kickoff. And uh, we'll have our season predictions that way. But I could see I could see um, I could see seven being a really nice overachievement. And uh, you put a couple of wins uh, that are one score games, fellas, in your back pocket and, and move forward. And whenever I think about a best-case scenario, I think like a lot of Husker fans, it has to start with a win against Minnesota. If you want to reach that best-case scenario, not just in terms of of the win-loss record, but the confidence that that will build on a year one. If you go get it done against Minnesota, I'm with you. I think that means you have enough talent to go beat Colorado and then conversely Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech. In a best-case world, you have a good showing against Michigan, that Michigan team is a national title contender for a reason. They're going to be very solid and very difficult to beat. So even in a best-case scenario, you lose that game. But if you have the talent to go 4-1 and one through your first five, you at least have the talent to go 2-1, and one, if not 3-0, and oh, against Illinois, Northwestern, and Purdue. Those are three great litmus tests for where your program is as a whole. But in a best-case scenario, I think you should be winning at least two, if not all three of those games. Then you get into a November stretch. Like, in, in a November stretch, a best-case scenario, you're playing Maryland on a 32-degree day in Lincoln when it's windy as all hell and Maryland can't get any passing mm-hmm. attack going because you want to keep that game low-scoring. They're going to be hard to, to beat in a shootout, that Maryland football team. And then Wisconsin and Iowa, uh, I, I think you need monumental performances from your offensive line. And, and I'm talking the type of best-case scenario where Nebraska's offensive line jumps from one of the worst in the Big Ten to one of the best in the Big Ten in terms of running the football because of that effect of Donnie Ryla. Now, some of this may seem far-fetched, but that's how Nebraska reaches a best-case scenario in, in terms of 9-3. and three. And I'm not willing to lock in my official record prediction for the year just yet, but some early season success, you get better as the year goes on. The offensive line finds some confidence, uh, and with that, you're not putting the ball in risky situations. You're keeping it on the ground because you can do that, and your defense does enough from that 3-3-5 to make some splash plays and set yourself up for a short field in big moments. 9-3 and three is, is my best-case scenario as well, Schmitty. Well, you get an offensive line that, that helps the quarterback in a run game. I mean, good things can happen. We'll get to some of your comments. Gertie is saying, bitch, feed me. So that is what's going to happen. At, Are you allowed uh, to say that on the air? So I'm supposed to bleep that? No, you're good. You're just talking about the female dog, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Gertie is calling me that. Well, um, they had to bleep that in the, the Husker docu-series, so I never know. Like, yeah. I went to college okay. for this, and I still don't know what I have to bleep and what I don't, aside from for, what, for, the one Forgive me word. if you're offended. I need to go feed my dog. <laughs> Bill Dolman is coming up. Hail Varsity continues. Hour 2 on the way.